fingers up in this up in the air if you'd like. It's WPG Talk Radio, fourteen fifty. Get ready for Mr. Joseph Pillillo. That get you uh, get you juiced up, Joseph? Well, I uh, like the Beatles overall, but the heavy metal, Metallica me. and ACDC. But this works for you, right? That's ACDC, right? Damn straight, brother. You know, I know it. Did you bring anything to uh, twist up while we're cranking this up? Uh, no. <laughs> but we're almost legal here. Almost. Don't count. All right, hold, hold on. That's, this is the chorus. Ready? One, two, three. about money, Joseph, because really, let's face facts. The only reason you and I are here at WPG Talk Radio 1450, I being Mel Taylor, you being Joseph Pillillo, we're here because it's all about money. It's all about finances because the world revolves around money. You got no problem with that, right? No, I saved every just about every penny I made as a salary. Okay. What, 30 years working for the city of Atlantic City? Right. License inspector, chief license inspector, mercantile and construction. You started prior to casinos and then worked your way all through that whole time. 1980 huh? to 2010. You probably saw an mm. awful lot. <laughs> I could tell you some stories, but they're still living. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait. <laughs> so they deceased. Bring that mic up so it's right Hello? there. Next. Yeah. Because you have, uh, you can pull it up a little bit. Yeah. There you go. And you, you grew your beard back because when I was doing some background checking on you, there's right. a lot of YouTube video of Mr. Joseph Pilillo when you were debating guys like Mr. Langford to become mayor or councilman for the city of Atlantic City. You, uh, you clean up real good, Mr. Pilillo. You mean if I shave? Yeah, you look like a. Res oh, yeah. Yeah, you're like, I could vote for you. Well, they didn't. <laughs> well, but you got everybody. At I saw Mr. Langford having to sit there, listen to you. He's going, man, he's making, I think, too much sense. I yeah, hope he doesn't yeah. win. <laughs> well, if you make sense, you don't win until maybe this new fangdangle year coming up. But the reason why you're sitting here today was because, I'll, I'll admit, I always say, who is this guy, this postcard Joey? That's who me, is yeah. this guy? Because there's a handful of people that are known as being historians, that they love and they breathe and they eat and sleep Atlantic City. I got to see you on one of the boardwalk parades playing either Mr. Pitney or, or uh, King, King Neptune. Yeah. yeah, and I hear you on the radio all over the place. And I yeah. go, this guy, if I asked him any question, chances are you would answer any question I would shoot your way. Yeah, sure. Well, would, first of all, let, Mel, let me thank you. This is the first time I've met you, and you invited me onto the show, and I uh, truly appreciate that, and I accept it. Uh, and here I am, and I'm prepared to... Uh, you want to you want to talk about the book that was flashed on Facebook? I got to be honest with you. I used the idea that I was going to promote your brand new book. Yeah, I have a book as a, just a lure to get you in here, knowing that'd be a fair trade. Is that I'm being honest. I can talk about anything you want, uh, but, but I want to talk. We want to talk about your brand new book. We yes. want to make sure, and it's called what? Joseph, inspirational poems by Joseph Polillo. And this is not your first publication is it now this is the first You're, but I, you've been involved with so many oh yeah multimedia projects over the years yeah but this is my personal book through a comtech publishers rob uberman and we put it together in the last year because i had a pinch sciatica and i couldn't move maybe it was a blessing you really have seen atlantic city so you've worked 
for the city of Atlantic City for 30 years, license and inspection. So that kind of set the tone for your deep knowledge of the inner workings of this city called Atlantic City. Well, I became a pretty good investigator, like a detective and inspector. What's the worst thing you found? Well, there was one creep that tried to stuff money in the back of my pocket one time. And I threw it at him and told him I could have him locked up and he better dig himself. For you to overlook what infraction? I have no idea. The guy was an idiot, really. Is, yeah. uh, is Dale Finch sort of doing some of the work that you did back in the day now? Well, you know, I never sought a job, but I thought that job should have been mine. Every time I was uh, get moving up in the city, they would put somebody in front of me. Did you have a clean-cut haircut during those periods of uh, interviews? Yeah, till the end of the years. But what I did was I joined the Boardwalk Living Theater as a thespian actor. And I had the beard, so all of a sudden I fell right into the King Neptune thing. You also did television for a while. I did a, had a television show called the PostcardShow.com, ran for six years on WAC TV, WWAC 22. <laughs> That's right, yeah. You know, out of the garage on New York Avenue. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Did many shows, and that show... Um, but this postcard thing, you got known for, well, for a lot of things, but postcards you really glommed onto. Well, I collected them. I'll tell you, in the beginning... Uh, I was working my mother and father's uh, gold and silver store. And Ed Davis, a familiar name in this area, radio personality. Eddie Davis? Eddie Davis. You know that I worked with him during one of my first jobs up in Trenton. How about that? Yeah. Well, he came into the gold and silver store and he had postcards with him. And I had always thought, hey, what a cool thing to have a postcard rack on a boardwalk in a store. You don't have to do anything and people buy it and then you just you know, collect some of them. And instead of sending people emails or tweets about, hey, where I am, or up on Facebook or Pinterest, they would write and buy postcards. That was the primary method of communication when you were somewhere else and you missed a loved one. Well, Ed Davis and I, along with Boo Pergamon. Lou Pergamon, who recently passed. Lou Pergamon just passed. He, I, Jake French, the guy that uh, had the speedboat for the steel pier. And his wife was one of the horse divers. Uh, the one that, well, anyway, and we would go to postcard shows throughout Jersey and Pennsylvania, along with Champ Hoffman and uh, Paul Givens, my brother John. Champ and, does a lot of great work with Harry Hurley in the morning. Yeah, Sunday, he's on his show here, uh, 9 to 11, I believe it is. I've done his show. They do a lot of cross-promoting. Well, why not? You know what I mean? Uh, I'm for that. Uh, my brother John, twin brother, uh, we have four and a half years we were on South Jersey television, and it featured, like you said, straight talk, information, and knowledge of Atlantic City. And we brought to uh, the public's attention many samples of collectible postcards, uh, photos and movie clips, books and their authors and other guests, and uh, all about the world's famous playground. There are some pretty awesome high-resolution shots that are making their way to the Internet as of late. Seen them. Without seen the them. Internet, we many of us would never see that stuff. I'm seeing pictures and photos on, uh, what's it called, Atlantic City Memories 50s, 70s. I got a picture of Chelsea Heights with nobody in it. And you can zoom in and yeah. you can see such detail. Plus the screen, pull it up, make it bigger. It's imagine, beautiful. Imagine if uh, photographic machinery was available 100 years even earlier, how much sure. we'd be seeing. I but it is you. really nice to see people in the late 1800s walking up and down the boardwalk in front of Steel Pier. Isn't it nice? Well, Mel, the postcards held everything from... Uh, the beach, the boardwalk, piers, hotels, trains, planes, lifeguards, rolling chairs, movie houses, urban living, and, and much more. And um, a lot of people collect postcards from all areas. 
but I stuck just with Atlantic City and not collectibles. And that's a pretty good niche to be in, Atlantic City. I got them all. I got about 22,000 postcards. And I'm thinking of starting a, th well, they're on the website, thepostcardshow.com. Okay, so your URL, the domain name is what? The website address? Thepostcardshow.com. And here's the good thing about that. Mm -hmm. You hit welcome and you hear Zeppi Cole songs about Atlantic City. I'll never leave Atlantic City and Atlantic City, my hometown. Who's singing this? Zeppi Cole, Steve Cook. Zeppi? My hometown. Everybody now, you know all the Who wrote the lyrics? Zeppi? Zeppi Cole. I know, the, I know it. I'm not really a singer, but I'll go. You want to go with it? When did he record this? 15 years ago. The show's been off the air 15 years. Here it is here. I like, the, I like the lyrics. Oh, it's good. It's good. It says Atlantic City all over. Atlantic City's oh, that's the last verse. You can see its glow. You can join in. Sand in your shoes, shells in your hand. It's the place to go. He should have been a star a long time ago. But if you're from Atlantic City, you're rejected for some reason. I don't know why. They don't talk to you. They don't help you. They don't do nothing. That's crazy. But I thought that, I go, wow, you got a lot of stuff there. So we're talking to Joseph Palillo. And he is a 30-year vet of the city of Atlantic City working inside business inspection. So he knows the city from that angle. He knows the city from the tourism and the nation or America's playground, that vibe. And then there's a portion of his life where he decided to try to shake things up up there on council, try to get a commissioner form of, of government, a government. And I, I, I tried was, to stop it from changing years ago. I didn't want the mayor council. Wait a second. So you ran for the mayor yeah. for the position of mayor of Atlantic City back in 2008. You did it again. Well, you did it in 2005. Yeah. 1998. I'm over nine. I'm over nine. <laughs> but you're consistent. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Why not? And New Jersey State Assembly, huh? Yeah. That was in '72 or something. Like and your brother went. Uh, took shot at council yeah we tried and the people didn't listen but at the very least got. at the very least did you make some of those scoundrels squirm yeah we took it to the supreme court of the state of new jersey and won the uh, won the uh thing that they cheated that the chairman of the charter study commission did the uh, report in secret and they didn't do it in public and that they put it on the ballot by shenanigans huh and we appealed it that he didn't follow the law and he was found to be in 63 violations of the Sunshine Law. Wow. And uh, the, the reason the case is called Palillo versus Dean is because Palillo versus Dean, Adelaine Dean was the city clerk. So you have to file against the municipality. But the 63 violations were by Seth Grossman. Ah, we know Seth. Yeah, 63 violations. He was found in violation of the Sunshine Law. Seth did that or found that? Yeah, he did that. Wow. He also had my brother removed from the dais by the police on a point of order, which the police, not knowing what was going on, 
remove my brother off the dais as an elected uh, official. One of my biggest nightmares is being stuck in an elevator with Seth and you for <laughs> over an hour. Could you imagine that? So, as we, we have limited time because yeah. we have... Um, Can I tell you who was the guest on the TV show? Please do. We have Champ Hoffman, Ed Davis, Boo Pergamon, Chief Ed Jordan, Jim Schilling Crane, Don Dunleavy. Is that the singing life? Yeah, that's him. He was on the television show. 15 Atlantic years. City. Dottie Levy, a horse uh, diver. Uh, Dr. Pitney, Michael Doyle, uh, the Boardwalk Living Theater, Johnny Dollard, Richie Canties, and others. We want to try to pick your brain before we run out of time here. And uh, almost like a lightning round, Mr. Joseph Palillo. Go for it. Sometime known as uh, Joey Postcard. or Postcard Joey at Yahoo.com if anybody wants to email me. Okay. And if they want to buy the book, which we, we'll get to, send me a $20 check to 646 North Elbron Avenue. If you want a note written in it, I'll sign it and write your uh, what you want written in it. Yeah, you are a publisher. You are a multimedia renaissance man. Thank you. And you're wearing a, a really awesome velvet jacket, I think, right? Is that yeah. a smoking jacket? Yeah, well, occasionally. <laughs> yeah, well, okay, so that's our lightning round, one of okay, our topics. Go ahead, this is where it. I just bring it up and you just say what's ever on your mind. Right. Don't pause. I can't wait till it is legal so that so, there's no chemicals sprayed on it. And it's safer. So we're talking about marijuana. Now, there's lots of different versions of this marijuana discussion. Is it, do we want to decriminalize? Do we want to make it okay for medicinal purposes? That's the one that everybody should be cool with, including the gov. He well, there's a to, proposition for that in Atlantic City right really now. He's really got to open that thing up. Decriminalization yeah. makes yeah. sense, too, because why chase guys around for nickel bags, right? They need room in the jails. Get rid of the guy that's smoking some weed. But where maybe most people are sort of in agreement is that we don't want to see everybody smoking dope everywhere, driving cars. We kind of maybe want to pause on that part, right? Well, it's just like don't drink in public. It's the same thing. Don't bring everybody that gets in trouble is because they brought their thing out onto the street. Stay in your house. Mind your own business. Why do you have to go out there displaying, especially it's considered a crime? Should Atlantic City consider that as something radical much like in the late 70s when they say we're going to make gambling revive our town could i can't see marijuana doing something like that today or are you in agreement or disagreement well somebody upstate's trying to get it done right atlantic city only for i don't know how they could do that carve out just atlantic city and sell what the medical or the real i don't know uh, i just know that if the government allowed it to be free or libertarian, you don't, like. get, you don't get busted for smoking a joint right. on the beach. Maybe down the corner, you just kind of look the other They're way. They're putting people in jail for pot, and they have. You know, one of the towns, one of the cities where it is decriminalized or legal, Washington D.C. Does that kind of make a, make you think twice about that? Well, because they don't do anything; they get lazy. <laughs> okay, have a chip. Are you ready for Lightning the around? next question? And that is Donald Trump. Go for it, man! He's shaking him up. I'm for destroying Washington court cartel, whatever they call it. They haven't done anything in 30 years. I waited 19, what was it, eight to 10 years ago, they're going to do this, they're going to do that. And they won, and they didn't do it. It's politically correctness that's pushing against the people that are quick to come up with an answer and do something about it. All these yeah. other politicians, and everything, they never say and do anything of any excess. If I told you... That Glenn Straub of Revel yeah. was going to walk in, sit down right next to you for yeah. just one minute. Yeah. What would you say to Glenn Straub? Well, 
Uh, you see where the government of New Jersey gave him a half a billion dollars, right? I mean, when Revel was kicking off. Well, that wasn't Glenn's then. Well, but where, they, where'd that money go? So, uh, <laughs> poof. Yeah, where is that? So, uh, what I would say to Glenn Schwab is go with your idea of uh, Baderfield being an airport again. Yeah, I mean, let's face facts. That's an awesome piece of property. And there. They should have never closed it. It was a bad move to close that airport. They should reopen that airport as an airport. Every little island down in the Caribbean has an airport. And people come in on their airplanes with pockets full of money. And now, with I was, we're going to talk to Carlo Lasco. This guy knows real estate. He'll come in at 5 o'clock. Yeah. He understands the, the ramifications, the positive um, uh, effects that the moment Mr. Kesselman from Stockton and yeah. the moment uh, that the uh, folks from SJI, South Jersey Gas, breaks ground and starts building right there at the old high school. That's yeah, the high Stockton's going to build Now, a- all of a sudden, guys like Mark Colazzo up there in the Iron Room and Mr. Kerbeck, the Cadillac, and, of course, the old stadium, all that stuff becomes more valuable. Yeah, well, Kerbeck likes Baderfield. He uses it. I don't know if he pays to lease the ground that he transfers his He doesn't automobile. take one of his caddies and do uh, donuts uh, when no one's watching? I don't know. That's a good idea. Yeah. Oh, they do have auto races on Baderfield, uh, three or four events a year over there. We got to take a break. We're talking to Joseph Palillo. We could talk to this guy forever. Hopefully, he's going to hang around. But at five uh, at five o'clock, we have Carlo Lasco. At five thirty, three individuals, the new voices of Atlantic City. This is AC. They'll be in here. Isn't that guy Lasco building some things at Montpelier? He's doing all kinds of stuff. Yeah. But you might want to hang out and find out. And then, of course, Maybe. Dean Dean Malik. He's going to be coming up at four o'clock. I brought and, the Constitution in United States with me. Yeah, I would assume that you guys are going to be fast friends we're talking to joseph palillo my name is mel taylor it's the mel taylor show every friday afternoon from three until six on wpg talk radio 1450 stay right there what a party i'm gonna party with joseph palillo he's my kind of man good dancer he knows how to have a good time let his hair down and he likes acdc Good afternoon, all. My name is Mel Taylor, and welcome to 2016. I was here last week. Where were you? Oh, you were nursing a hangover. It's WPG Talk Radio 1450, the Mel Taylor Show, every Friday from 3 to 6. We started the show getting all patriotic. Toby Keith singing about kicking a little hind quarters. Anybody messing with the U.S. of A? Joseph Palillo comes in, gets us fired up about the classic Atlantic City and the rebirth of our new Atlantic City. I'm in that movie, Atlantic what? City. With Burt Lancaster? Yeah. Were you, were you rolling around kissing him in the surf? Was that you? No, we were at the second gambling table when the, uh, Susan Sarandon got thrown into the table. Yeah. Oh, uh, you aren't in From Here to Eternity. No. One hour and 18 minutes in the movie Atlantic City. You can see my twin brother and I's face right in there. All right. A lot of locals were guests there. All right. You're not, uh, you never have a loss for words, do you? Well, hey, hey, Mel, if you're going to invite... Knowledge is dangerous. Mel, you invite me in. There's a microphone there. Well, you, um... Speak. <laughs> and uh, what a great first half hour with uh, Joseph. Coming up at 5 o'clock, it's Carlo Lasco talking about all these new investments. He's going to kind of get uh, provide some clarity with some of these new reports about the FAA Research Center, some of the dollars that, are, that could be going into that area around our underutilized airport. 
in our airfield because that's a big part of our future right here in Atlantic City and Atlantic County and the uh, the fine folks from This Is AC. Dean Malik is standing right next to you and he's going to be a part of the crew here on WPG in a few moments, but we'll just say, we'll just uh, wrap things up because you as a you're a newbie author, are you not, Mr. Joseph Palillo? Yes, I had a bus, I mean a book published by Comtech Publishing and Margate, Rob Huberman. <coughs> and I have the book here. I only have one copy, but I'm I'm bu I'm buying a bunch and I'm gonna try to sell them. And um but I wanted to tell you about Atlantic City. I'm optimistic about Atlantic City. I'm sure I'm sure it'll come back again. Uh but I want created a really safe steel pier. I mean they gave a half a billion to Revel. They got a safe steel pier. They can't let steel. It's the only family uh, adjunct that the city has. Well, now they want to put a tower on the uh, Tramore lot. Right? Oh, you're talking about the family um, entertainment. They you're got talking about preserve. the old old sands or the Tramore, right? And they're going the to be sand. putting the uh, polar coaster if that occurs. Right. But it looks like that all of these projects are moving along. So they should keep family entertainment. They should have never got rid of it. They shouldn't have stopped the bus uh, junkets. Bringing people in, 52 a bus, they stopped that. They closed Bader Field, stopping all the people with pockets full of money, coming in with a plane with people on Did it. Did you like those uh, casino junkets with the uh, seniors coming in with the rolls of quarters and all that? You like those days? Well, they did. Yeah. They brought all their money here and dropped it. My grandmother came here all the time. Yeah, that was good. Well, a lot of other people came here. It was, uh, what was it, 37 million people a year or something? So I'm optimistic about the city, and I think it'll come back. And um, I wanted to tell you that, that my publisher has published other books. People in this area will recognize these names who wrote books. I don't have their titles, but I have their name. William Subin, Sid Asher, Red Klotz, Leo Schofer, George Hammett, Frank Ferry, Dick Sheeran, and many of the Holocaust survivors that are living in Margate wrote books. And ComTech. I love, I love Dick, my book on there, too. Dick Sheeran from Channel 3. Dick Sheeran, right. Yeah. And uh, Red Klotz. And I used to go Margate? to that club called Reds in Margate. Hello, yeah. Remember, back in, the, remember, remember back in the day when they played all that new wave Devo culture club music? Were you a part of that music scene? I was after the White House on the corner, right? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I uh, think so. Well, I was. I I didn't go to bars too much. I went when the when it was live music in the bars, the Elbow Room, the Mug, uh, the Melody. You know those clubs where Atlantic City had live music. 